welcome to the Gita Brown Show, bringing harmony into everyday life. I love creativity and I love wellness, and I've been teaching both for 30 years. To be creative, it helps if you have a holistic lifestyle that supports your wellness, because that's where creativity starts. My philosophy is simple and based in yoga tradition. Simple practices done over a long period of time with consistency will naturally lead you to a lifestyle full of wellness, and from there, your creativity can flow. And today we are talking about one of the number one things I see my students coming in and complaining about and dealing with, and I deal with myself, so I wanted to teach this today. It's all about beating screen fatigue. My goodness, you can think about today as like a little mini class with Miss Gita. Class is in session, ring the bell. Um, it's, you know, I like to break down a topic, teach you a few different ways to think about it and approach it philosophically first so that you kind of have an understanding of the why. Why am I teaching you those things? Because that way, any little technique I teach you, then you can plug it in and have a deeper understanding of how it's going to impact your life and make the material more relevant for you. So I'm going to talk a little bit about like sources of screen fatigue, of course, break that down a little bit for you. Talk about two ways to kind of identify what's really going on for you with screen fatigue so you can figure out what you might want to apply to help shift that for you so you can be more productive and feel better. And of course, I'm going to lead you through about a 10 minute routine that you can do. You can do the full routine or you might be able to pick little pieces of it for yourself and just do those specific techniques, sprinkle them throughout your day, like little micro practices to help your eyes, your vision, and your concentration when you have those long hours working in front of the computer. So yeah, my students come in all the time. Maybe you guys can relate. I mean, think about the last time you were sitting in front of a computer working on a project for a while, or maybe even just on your smartphone and you kind of went down the internet rabbit hole, <laughs> which happens sometimes. And all of a sudden you look up and you realize not only is your brain a little sizzled, but also your eyes, you're feeling some eye strain and like you blink and look around and realize that you've kind of lost touch with the world around you a little bit. Or for me, I'm a writer and a lot of my friends are writers and we're like, man, after a while, even if we're handwriting, looking at the page with that like intense focus, I think is kind of what does it, right? It's like that your vision is kind of at like the same level, like either holding a screen in front of you or looking down at a written page or even watching TV for a while. We're right into football season right now when I'm recording this. And the other day we watched two games and I'm like, wow, that is a lot of looking at the TV, right? Anytime your vision is sort of locked on one fixed point that doesn't move, it's going to naturally lead you to a state of fatigue, right? Because the muscles, your energy, even your thinking gets a little bit stuck in that place. And in order to keep productivity, in order to keep health, in order to keep blood flowing, you need to kind of shift that focus a little bit. Make sense? So really, this can apply to screen fatigue or any time your vision has been really focused on one thing for a long period of time. You can do these as little mini breaks. Um, another really quick example is for my musician friends out there. You know when you're in rehearsal for a long time and you're reading a new piece of music and you really have to read like every single note that's on the page? Man, that gets fatiguing after a while. So these are really great. I teach them to all my clarinet students and we use them as little mini breaks during the practice sessions. So just different ways to think about it. So, okay. So you've got a little screen fatigue and you're like, what do I do? There's kind of two 
things you need to think about right off the bat before you pick your little technique to help it feel better. You really need to identify the cause of that feeling of fatigue. And generally, for most of my students and myself, it kind of falls into two categories. You either have a lot of physical tension or you've just got that mental brain fry. And sometimes you can actually have a little combination of both. But let me kind of break it down a little more. So physical tension, how do you know that it's just physical, right? Your eyes have been focused on one point for too long. A couple things you usually feel. Definitely you'll feel tension in the upper back, neck, and shoulders. Please raise your hand if you've ever felt that way. I know I do. I get really locked into my writing projects. I'm working, working. Next thing I know, I sit up and I go, wow, my shoulders are up around my ears. Boy, and then you wonder why you have decreased productivity. You're not getting enough blood to your brain. So that physical tension, you'll feel it as tension in the upper back, the neck, the shoulders. Sometimes if you even really pay attention, my friends, you can feel it kind of in the back of your head, right on that spot where if you were to lay down, that spot on your head that be on the floor, there's a these small row of muscles back there and they can get really tight and lead to that tension headache. Some of my students say they feel it in their jaw which is really, really interesting because your eye muscles are not just these isolated things around your eyes. It's connected to all the fascia in your face. Fascia is a connective tissue that wraps around all the internal organs and wraps around all of your muscles. You could think of it like saran wrap. And so it's literally wrapping underneath the skin and connecting your whole body with this amazing web of connective tissue. So when you move your eye muscles, of course your jaw can get a little tense because it's all kind of connected. Um, another way you might feel physical tension is some of my students say they just feel it in their eyes, like their vision starts to get a little blurry if they've been looking, especially my middle-aged friends, I speak from experience, if you're looking at that sort of like uh, reading level distance or screen distance, and then they look up and they focus on a faraway point, they're like, man, that's like kind of blurry if I pay attention to it, and that's not normal. That's a sure sign of some eye fatigue, right? Your eyes are like, yo, give me a rest. So if you got some physical tension, you usually can feel it as pain. You also might feel physical tension as fatigue. You know that feeling when you've been working on a project, and then you hit like a break time, or it's like right before lunch, you go, oh man, I feel tired. My friends, really tune into that, pay attention. Because most of us, when we feel tired, we think we need like caffeine or we need rest. But there's a little third thing I want you to think about. Sometimes that fatigue is just that your energy is stuck. It's kind of like stagnation. Think of it this way. Normally, the energy in your body, your life force, you could think of it, that thing that makes your heart pump, the thing that helps you breathe, the thing that we call life itself, that life force flows smoothly, just like water. It flows. That's how you know you're alive, right? And sometimes when you sit for a long time and are really focused, it gets stagnant. And what happens to water when it gets stagnant? It sits there it's mucky, it gets a little stuck, it starts to grow some things in it, it gets stagnant. And to refresh that water, you have to get it moving again. Same thing with the body. You might be experiencing fatigue and you don't actually need rest. Sometimes you need to move around and get the energy flowing a little bit. So for any of you who sit a lot and are really asking your body to sit and play an instrument, even though it's physical, 
it's repetitive. That's that same motion over and over again. That fatigue might just be you're just like stuck a little bit. Or for us writers, we're sitting there writing away and we're thinking we're all in our head. The rest of the energy in the body can get a little stuck. So to kind of beat that fatigue, sometimes you need to move around a little bit. Yeah, and sometimes you need rest too. How do you know what's going to be your golden solution? You have to experiment. You can't just watch my podcast or listen to this video or watch this video rather and just be like, oh yeah, I've got it figured out. You got to experiment and see what works for you and keep trying and find what's going to work for your body. So just some different ways to think of it. You have physical tension. Now on the other side of it, identifying the cause of that sort of eye strain and screen fatigue Sometimes it's just that your brain is fried. You've just been thinking about the same thing for too long. You know that feeling, you guys, like when you're sitting there and you're working on something and you can't figure it out? (laughs) It's like driving you crazy. It's either a problem, you know, like a work project, or maybe you're having an issue like with one of your kids and you just kind of keep coming after it and coming after it and you're just like not getting anywhere. And you know how sometimes then when you just kind of let it go and you go off and do something else and all of a sudden, boop, Like an answer will come to you, or if not an answer, like somewhere where you can look for answers. That's an example of like that sort of mental fry. There's a case to be made for when you're working on a project for going deep and going really hard at it, right? Get in there, work, 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 work. But you got to know, equally important, you need to step away. That stepping away and that brief moment of rest is actually where your brain will consolidate those memories and create new connections for you. It is neurologically proven this is what the brain does during sleep and during active rest, that your brain takes all that, you know, uh, cognition that you've done. I like to think of it as like this sound, like and the brain is working, working, working. Then you go and rest, and the brain takes all of those neurons you've been pumping, and it starts to wire them together. And that's when you get those flashes of insight. That means, guys, that work is just as important as rest. If you're not getting those little mini breaks of rest, then you're not going to get the full benefit of the work that you've done. The answer is not always work more. It's keep a balance of work and rest because that is sustainable and that will help your brain to be more productive. You'll know it's mental fry when you're staring at the page and you can't think of another thing to write. You know it's mental fry if you keep coming up against the same problem again and again and again. You know it's mental fry if you're just like, wow, I can't even think of anything right now. Ooh, huge red flag from your brain. It's going, stop, take a break, go listen to Gita and move and breathe a little bit. So really pay attention to how this plays out for you and think about it as you start to implement some of the techniques in this little routine I'm going to show you. Identify its physical tension or if it's a mental fry. And it might be a combination of both. Sometimes it's both things, in which case all of these techniques are going to work. So what I want to do is I want to guide you through a routine that's going to kind of hit all of it. We're going to get the upper back, neck, and shoulders. We're going to work the eyes. We're going to actually work concentration a little bit. We're going to remove some stagnant energy in the body. All the things I just talked about, we're going to kind of hit each one of them so you can get an experience in your body of what it feels like. Keep in mind, though, you don't have to do this whole routine every time you need a little break from a screen. 
I like to pick and choose, I call it cherry picking, little bits of these to sprinkle throughout my day whenever I need them. It's like putting a little bit of money in the bank. Every time you do one of these little techniques, it's like you just put five cents in that piggy bank of energy and you keep putting energy in the piggy bank, then all day you can keep drawing energy out and be really productive and feel more joy and use that screen to your advantage instead of letting it drain you. So this little routine, if you're listening to this as a podcast, I will do my best to clearly articulate with words what I'm doing. If you get a little lost, you can always hop over to gitabrown.com and just watch the video right there. But I'm a yoga teacher, so I think I got you on this one. So first things first, let's say you need a little break from the screen right now. Wherever you are, even if you're on the T or you're on the subway, get your body a little bit aligned. If you've been sitting a long time, I recommend that you stand up because that feels really good. I am recording this. I have a microphone. I'm going to stay seated. It doesn't matter. So wherever you are, just get yourself a little bit aligned. You want like the crown of your head to be able to raise up a little bit. So it's kind of like it can float up a little bit. Get kind of like your knees so they're directly over your ankles. And if you were standing, then your, what are these, your hips would be directly over your knees. If you're seated, you can kind of wiggle around a little bit so you're not doing what I like to call the schlump, which is this. It's the collapse position where you look like you're in a C-curve and you're like, eh. All you need to do is stick a cell phone there and you look like 90% of the millennials that I see at the gym in between sets. I'm calling you guys out. <laughs> when you work out, put your phone down. Pay attention to your body. Okay, segue it back into it. So sit nice and long. You don't have to sit up really tall and like, like tense yourself. Just sit long and free. So you want to get kind of balanced on your sits bones. If you're sitting, let's actually find your sits bones. There are two bones that you sit on, and they're kind of shaped like a U. Most of us sit on the back part of the sits bones, which means that your whole body stacks kind of backwards. How do you find these? You just lean forward a little bit, and you lean backward a little bit. And you kind of notice that you can really feel and sense that actually there's two bones there. Doesn't matter how much padding you have, those bones are still there, and you still need to be balanced on them. You go side to side a little bit. And you just want to find a position where you feel like you're sort of evenly balanced on the left and the right side, wherever that is for you. And then you can kind of like roll the shoulders a little bit and crown of the head raises up and just take a couple breaths in and out. Just take one breath in through the nose and you're going to sigh it out through the mouth. Just drop some tension. Do another one. Inhale. Sigh it out. And just do one more at your own pace. Just a nice breath in and out. Oh, I feel better already. But now let's get into the upper back, neck, and shoulders because that's the stuff that really gets kind of pinched for us. Just start with some simple shoulder rolls. Guys, this is so simple. You don't even have to wait for break time to do this. I catch myself when I'm writing sometimes and my shoulders are just doing this on their own because they're like, yo, you are getting too tense. Creativity is failing. Roll your shoulders. So you just kind of go up and back. And it should feel good. Some of my students are like, oh, it's cracking and it's popping and it's weird. It's normal. You hear some popping and cracking, especially if you're in an older body like mine. I'm like a, a one-woman musical band over here with my joints. And then you go forward a little bit. Now, most of us are hunched, so I tend to go 
backwards more than I go forward, right? Because think about it. If you're already hunched and you have eye fatigue, you're already crunched to the front. You actually want to do more of the opposite. Opposite. Open up the body. Then let's take it with the arms a little bit. I call this one the swim. If you have any shoulder issue and you're like, I can't raise my arm up that high, you can do this one down really low with the arm. Or you just keep going with the shoulders. You get the same benefit whether you go a huge range of motion or a small range of motion. Same benefit. So you just inhale arm, one arm up and exhale back. And then the other arm up. Let's see if I can do it. And hit the mic. And then exhale back. So it's kind of like you're doing the backstroke. Inhale up and back. You can even do both arms at the same time. And whee! and back. Think how nice this is going to feel to open up the shoulders. Inhale up and back. This is getting blood flow through to the shoulders, to the neck, and helping that blood flow to the eyes. Nice. Now we're going to do a little bit of just for directly for the neck. Just turn the head side to side. So to one side and then to the other. Really super simple and keep going. Try not to lose my microphone here. Side to side. And as you do that, think about how, keep going. Imagine that you have this like little pivot, right? Your head is just pivoting on your neck easily. As you do it, feel the neck is getting more and more relaxed. And do some up and down. See how simple this is? Yoga does not have to be fancy. It's just about doing really simple things daily to kind of encourage the body to be more chill. So you just kind of go up and down. You're getting some stretching in here and through the jaw. Oh my gosh, it feels so good. Okay, so you've done a little shoulders, and let's just do a little what I call like cat-cow. If you know yoga, this is cat, so you just bring the belly button in towards the spine. You kind of round it back a little bit, and then you bring the chest forward and up like your chest has a string on it, and it's pulling you up to the ceiling, and you open up and take your breath in. Exhale, round the spine. I do this one every time I fly because I get those chairs stink. <laughs> Posture in, a airplane, in an airplane is just blech. So I do this all the time just to keep my energy flowing. Inhale, open. Ah, and you exhale and you round. Easy peasy. Okay, so you kind of got that loosey-goosey wiggle around a little bit. Now let's get a little more specifically right into the eyes. This is going to drill down right into what in yoga we call netra vyayamam, which are just eye exercises. If you have glasses, take them off. If you have like hard contact lenses in, go to your range of comfort and really observe. It's best if you can take them out, but if that's not possible to take out your contacts right now, no big deal. Just do the movement a little bit smaller and pay attention. Make sure it's feeling good for you. You can always practice them at another time when you feel more comfortable with the contacts out. Just pay attention to your body. So if done regularly, these can improve vision, relieve your eye strain. They're great for concentration and focus and great for relieving that eye strain. I love these. So it's super, super simple. All you do is you sit with that nice, natural, tall posture, and then you just bring the gaze up towards the ceiling. Yoga for your eyes, and then you bring the eyes down. Really simple. It's just up and down movements, up and down. And you know, if you have a headache, just do a slightly less movement. If you're prone to seizures, you know, it might be a nice idea to skip this and just do the other ones that I've shown you before this, and I'll show you some ones after this that you can do. But those are really the only contraindications. And you just keep going up and down. 
And then you bring your eyes back to the center. Close them for a moment. Let them rest. Take a breath in and out. Let the eyes totally relax. And now let's go side to side. So gaze is to the center. Bring your gaze to the left and then to the right. And you want to sweep it in a sweeping motion to the left and the right. And notice when you do this, it's hard for me to notice because I'm talking at the same time, but notice while you do this, if your jaw or any other muscles of your face get involved. A lot of times my students look like this when they do it. Check it out. They go like this. And their jaw is moving and then their shoulders get tense. And notice like your body might be actually getting tense right now. So notice that, relax it and keep going side to side. Because that tells you something, all the time when your eyes move, there's all these micro movements in your face. And if you can train your eyes to move with more ease, then that will become like how they move throughout the day. Next time the eyes come to center, just let them center, close them, my friends, and let them relax for a moment. Take a breath in and out. Now let's do some big circles. I love these. They're great for peripheral vision and for really seeing if you can keep the rest of the face still. So you're just going to do the eyes around in a big circle. You could think of it as like the points on a clock, if that's helpful. So you just bring your eyes up to the number 12. And then we're going to go counterclockwise first. So bring your eyes towards what would be the number 11 to 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one, back up to 12. Keep going. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Now keep going on your own. Keep the awareness focused on the eyes. Notice if the muscles of the face get involved. When the eyes get back up to 12, just center them, close them, and let them relax completely. Take a breath in. And out. When you exhale, imagine you're exhaling any stress and tension from all around the eyes, the jaw, the face. Just releasing that eye strain. Feels so good. This is like an internal massage for your eyes, even for your optic nerve and brain. Now let's go clockwise. Bring the eyes up to 12, then clockwise to 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, down to 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, keep going clockwise, one, two, three. Now on your own, notice if the muscles of your face get involved, let them relax, let the shoulders relax. Awareness on the eyes. When the eyes get up to 12, you just center them, close them and let them relax completely. And exhale, relax. Very nice, my friends. Well done. Let's give the eyes a little extra love. So now you're going to take your hands. You're going to rub them together briskly. You want to build a lot of heat. Don't be like my students who I see and they go like this. And they're kind of like wimpy with the hands and they're just, no. Put them together. Fingers are together. Hands are together. And really rub briskly. Get them super warm. If you're that person who's like, like, my hands are always freezing, go run them under some warm water. Really important that you build heat because that heat is going to go right to your eye muscles right now. 
So you want to make then a little cup with your hand, like, can we see that? There we go. So that center part of the palm is the cup. And that center part you want to keep cupped like as if you were holding water in it and you wanted to keep that water in there. That's where that warmth, that energy, that healing energy resides. Put the flat part of your palm right on your cheekbone so then that cup can go there. Are they getting this in the shot, my friend Michelle? She's nodding. Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> now my eyes are covered. I can't even see. Cover the eyes with that healing energy and take a breath in and out. As you inhale, inhale that healing, soothing energy. Let the eyes relax. Exhale, relax completely. Take another breath in. Let the eyes just soothe. Feel even the optic nerve into the brain is soothing and relaxing. Feels so nice. And when that heat dissipates, you can do the same thing again, if you like, rubbing the hands together, get some nice heat there, and then take that heat from your hands and massage the temples. Can they see this? Oh, they can. Woohoo! Massage the temples. And here's a great one. Remember how I said your tendency, if you have eye strain, is to be hunched, right? You're hunching over. Think of those millennials I was cracking on at the gym. Hunch, hunch, hunch. Open up. So to open up, you take this kind of flat part of your middle finger on the eyebrows and open up. It's like you're trying to open up a window or open up and make space and inhale. <sighs> open up, make space. <sighs> Same thing underneath the cheekbones. Open up. <sighs> it actually makes you smile too, which is <laughs> never a bad thing. You open up and inhale. And then massage the jaw, the neck, anywhere that feels good. You can rub the back of the neck is my favorite spot. Top of the shoulders, wherever feels good. Last little bit that you do here is you shake it out. You shake out the arms, you shake out the shoulders, shake out the head. That gets rid of that stagnation. Very nice, my friends. Then just let your eyes totally close for a moment and just rest. Take a breath in. And out, let your eyes rest and absorb the benefits of the work that they've done. You just inhale and you exhale. And just do one more, letting those eyes be so relaxed and soft. Exhale any stress and tension. And then you can open your eyes and you're ready to go. So you can see, my friends, how nice that feels. I feel like all warm in my face and kind of ready to go. Super, super simple practice you can do. You can take any little bits of that, a shoulder roll, a little seated cat cow, the eye circles, even just the massage part itself, even just closing your eyes for a moment and taking a few deep breaths in and out will reset your baseline of that fatigue, that physical tension and fatigue, and then also that mental or brain fry. It will reset all of that naturally. So you are creating that sort of lifestyle of wellness. And then when you go back to your projects, your creativity is just going to flow because your body is in good shape. So you have homework, my friends. Grab your planner right now, and I want you to please, if you want to, it's always optional, <laughs> I want you to please plan a time tomorrow that you are going to practice this eye strain relief routine. Put it in your planner, because if you do not schedule it there, you'll be like, yeah, 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 I'll do it later, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and you will never do it, and this will be a waste. So plan a time and set an alarm on your phone to go off, ping, to remind you to do it. 
and it can even just be for a minute or two, doesn't have to take a lot of time, then hop on over to GeetaBrown.com and just leave me a comment. Let me know how it went. Let me know any questions that you have so I can teach you because I want to teach you. And the best way to do that is if we can go back and forth a little bit. So go schedule it in for tomorrow so you get practicing right away. So this is a skill that you have forever and always. Okay, my friends, let's close with a chant for peace. This was taught to me by my teachers in the integral yoga tradition, and I love to close every show with a chant for peace because we got to bring more of that to the world. You can listen or just join along if you like, and I'll give you the English translation afterwards. Loka samasta sukino bhavantu Loka samasta sukino bhavantu Loka samasta sukino bhavantu Which means may the entire universe and you, my friend, be filled with peace and joy, love, and light. Om Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Hop on over to GeetaBrown.com. Drop me a comment there. Sign up for all my little insider tips. I'd love to see you there, my friends. Have a peaceful, beautiful day. Om Shanti. Peace to you. Peace to you.